Welcome back to Cocktail Cinema Folks, your weekly Ooh. movie review podcast. It is spooky season here at Bull Opinions. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. And I'm here with my bestest of friends, Greg and Shasti. Yo, yo. Glad to be here, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are going to be reviewing the original Friday the 13th. This movie came out in 1980. It was directed by Sean S. Cunningham. It had a very meager budget of $550,000 and had a box office return of $59.8 million. A huge hit. And wait, wait, repeat that again. Just over half a million dollar budget and just under a $60 million return. All right, that's solid. Huge. One of the biggest hits we've covered. Mm. Um, and a lot wow. of that has to do with this movie's place in history as one of the first slasher movies. When it was okay, they're just like, yes. <laughs> well, we're, we're transitioning People were okay out now, of, like, with yeah, just yeah. watching people die? Yeah. All right. Yeah, 1980s is the day. I mean, it, we... We're okay with... We, tr- we tried to get Jamie Kennedy on as a guest <laughs> to explain this whole thing, but right. he's booked. We'll, we'll um, see that they didn't have the means to pull off true slasher flicks yeah. until these geniuses kind of came together and did what yeah. they did. So. And they did it with a budding cast. I mean, there's there's nobody that's known at this time. But maybe a couple of names that we'll recognize now. Greg, right, who we right. got on the cast list? All right. Well, you know, first things first, we're going to start with uh, Adrian King as Alice. Uh, moving on to Harry Crosby, Bill, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Stud. As Jack. He's, you know, he's kind of the only one that's kind of household name in this one, sort of. It's kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> Mark Nelson as Ned, Janine Taylor. As Marcy. Peter Brower is Steve. Sorry, getting into it. Steve, the, the, the camp owner. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And um, Betsy Palmer as Mrs. Voorhees. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. And what, what was that last name? J- Voorhees. And J- J- Jason, maybe, sort of? Well, Jason? I'm, I'm we'll get into that. Oh, we'll right. get into that. Before we do, though, we have a tradition that we need to uphold. Much like going to camp every year, we need to raise a glass. So this, in front of us, is the Slasher Smasher. Mm. This drink is an ounce of blackberry brandy, an ounce of cherry brandy, and three to four ounces of CBD cider. Oh my goodness. So this will be making you you feel nice and cozy. No, just CBD. Salute. Oh yeah. That's nice. A little bit of a variation on a fruit smash. You know, I was and, hoping and that it would taste like it like it sounded in your description. <laughs> it does. It's perfect. Thank you. Wow. This was a collab. I got. Uh, that is I got probably your really, second really favorite good. bartender right. together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And especially for it, fall, for sure. It's folly. It's end of it's end of season. Drink. Berry. Yeah. No. Black it's berry and you say raspberries. Cherry. Blackberry and cherry. Beautiful. Yeah. Betty. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. This. Uh, I'm very happy with how well-rounded mm-hmm. this drink is. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> Maybe more so than the film? Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to start this off right now. Make no mistake, this movie sucks. Yeah. As a film. But where this makes its mark, much like uh, you know some of the films we've watched for Halloween this year, is its ability to do a lot with very little. 
we're talking about a tiny budget and these guys pulled off some amazing things right you know the we were talking about practical effects in uh, house of wax and this movie is is just as iconic when it comes to the practical effects where right. when when you talk about making things look believable there's the thing there's house of wax yeah. there's friday the 13th and not too many other movies on that list mm -hmm. The thing they use, I want to remind people, they use actual amputees mm -hmm. for. <laughs> right. This is true. For, to, like that's the lengths <laughs> you had to go to without computers. Yeah. And the thing was right around this time too, mm -hmm. and this is just just mere couple years before computers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not CGI. only is it cheaper, but I mean, just think of a, an explosion that mm -hmm. was not only expensive, but dangerous. We just mm -hmm. talked about House of Wax and yeah. incidents that happened there. But this is something that it's also it's, it's more cost efficient and mm -hmm. safer for yeah. everybody yeah. in the surrounding studios, right. too, as well as your own. Absolutely. Yeah, spot on. Absolutely. And, you know, I didn't mention one important part, part in the cast because he's not really part of the cast, but he is. Savini. We're talking practical effects, oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, this is our boy Savini. Uh, Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a part legend, of the cast. A legend in the, in the effects game. You know, off the top of my head, I don't remember what he's been in, but every time I see him, I'm like, oh, this is going mm. to be solid. Like, this is someone who... They call him the SFX wizard. Yeah. Like the, like he's the Snape of he's, <laughs> special, special. He's, he's, I know he's, That's he's great. consulted yeah. on a whole bunch of movies. Yeah. Cause we've seen not, him like just, half yeah. of the shit that we've done. Like, right. Dust till dawn, dawn of the dead. Yeah. Machete. This is all, it's all his, his effects. Look, and I mean, think actor, yeah. SFX, wizard, stuntman, director, Tom Savini. It's all Julian. Think about <laughs> having, think about having to work with. Uh, with Robert Rodriguez and yeah. the effects that he demands out of his out of his team, right, right, there's right. nobody else that could do this. And you know, I think we're going to have a common theme here, like we did with uh, House of Wax, and to some extent, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, where the team that made this movie, mm -hmm. no one else could do it the yeah, same. Right, true, right, right. Like right. with with Tucker and Dale, it's more of a the way the actors work together. You know, you've got our favorite Juilliard dropout in that movie. Yeah, and then House of Wax, you've got the great. Vincent Price as your pinnacle. Mm. And here we have six no-name actors and then Betsy Palmer, who, you know, yeah. she's, she's, all of these people came out of uh, soap operas. Right. So they're not, they're not household and names. Black except and black and you know, like your romantic grandma. movie kind of scheme mm -hmm. as, far, as far as she goes. Yeah. But yeah, I know you're spot on with that. So the, 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 you're right. The biggest part of this cast is, her. is Tom Savini. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Her and Tom Savini. But yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny that she doesn't show up until you yeah, know, very late into the last act, <laughs> but she's present through the whole thing. But yeah, this movie's not huge on sound design. It's got the iconic, the ch 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 But. So I'm pretty sure the one picture I had of Ari, sorry, mm -hmm. Jason, oh. like, yeah. was, I'm pretty sure that's Savini <laughs> working out there. He's, uh, he's just you know a what beautiful, man. Yeah. beautiful man. Beautiful <laughs> man. But very yes. cool stuff with the makeup. Yeah, I mean, and look, that's that guy's working on this model himself. Mm -hmm. Like he, it's not like he was, you know, dictating all of his work to yeah. to uh, to his team. This guy was hands on. He took it over. That's why he's, his he's a wizard. Yeah, he was the one who he he said that in his neighborhood there was a drunk derelict <laughs> that he got the character like the his image yeah you know we we know him now after what three movies he started mm -hmm. wearing the mask yeah that's like what you picture mm -hmm. you know you don't picture the kid you picture the big grueling yeah. dude who's invincible mm -hmm. yeah right but it's like 
Like that's that's, that's Savini's creation mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. We do these movies and like we talked about V Neil with Beetlejuice, which mm-hmm. was like I think exactly a year ago, like yeah. around the end of yeah. September when we were getting into this, and mm-hmm. it's kind of touching light on these aspects of these films mm-hmm. as, as 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 the producer. <laughs> this I don't know. No, for sure. Well, well, to be honest with you, that's the only part of this movie that's good. It's you true. Know, <laughs> it's true. Like it's true. I mean, the, the practical effects and being a producer. That's why you know I wanted to hear you talk on this kind of shit because it, you're you're totally right. For, for the layman person to watch this movie, without nowadays, you know, it's like it oh, takes yeah, some stuff for granted. That's junk kind know? of stuff, you know. But no, you're totally right. Yeah. I mean, the the movie itself, the plot, like you like, mm-hmm. characters. There's no really in, in. You don't even know who the characters mm-hmm. are. Like yeah. I, I'm hard pressed to tell you who's who's yeah. who. Because yeah. they don't spend a lot of time getting mm-hmm. to know those characters. Kevin, it's, it's I just, just know Kevin Bacon is Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right. Yeah. He plays <laughs> himself. Yeah, right. And and one of the degrees. And there was like that, that like a mandatory like boob shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just had yeah. to be there. And oh, there like, was... A lot of horn dogs. Ladies and the judges. It's all the camp counselors it's, without the, the yeah. campers. Like, of course, well, this is going to be Well, they set the tone be because that's why they say yeah, it's Camp Jason, Horny. Jason. Like, yeah, right. Like, really, if, some, if you're about to go to summer camp, they're like, oh, you mean Camp Blood? And you're like, <laughs> like first person, like, oh, you're crazy, lady. They're like, the yeah. third person you say that, yeah. like, you got to be pretty damn horny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We live towards, we actually live where we're doing this podcast at, close to a town called Crystal Lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it actually has a lake and everything. So it's, I don't know, it's just kind of funny. Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's a little scarier during spooky Well, season. there's there's a, there's <laughs> several like iconic uh, like slasher horrors that are somewhat based in this area. Like this one with Crystal Lake, you can make the argument that it's here. Munger Road. Oh, Munger Road. And, and Michael Myers is from... Uh, what is it, Plainfield? Aurora? Right? No, that's that's uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> <Wayne's Wayne's> <laughs> no, like Michael Myers is, is from the suburbs. That's a good really? And she, yeah, I didn't know. That's cool. Yeah. So. And what wasn't it Hannibal Lecter in like the the who Juliet? Uh, yeah, he was in Juliet Prison. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. And yeah. they talked Close about they talked country. about the metal house, the Kimball campus mm-hmm. yeah. in Algium. Yeah. Hmm? So like this, the, our area is. There's a reason there's so many spook dogs spooky around boys. here. You know, and I'm proudly one of them <laughs> but like this flick is important for two reasons the first is like we talked about the practical effects are beyond phenomenal yeah the other thing is even though this is at the beginning of the genre there's the genre change this flick has a twist the the murderer the the killer is just mrs Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess spoilers for 1980s. Well, I, I yeah, right. Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah we're not I haven't seen shit. it in the last 30 years. <laughs> but check it out. It's, it's so different because in the rest of the Friday the 13th series, it's always Jason. Mm-hmm. In with the exception of one Halloween, it's always Michael Myers and or Freddy Krueger. Like there is no doubt who is hunting you. But this time it was. Well, I I'm Mrs. Voorhees. Exactly. And it's, exactly. And it's fun to see how far this has come. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking this at the 1980s at Camp Crystal Lake, where the mom's the killer, and you go, you flash forward, and it's like Jason versus Freddy in outer yeah. space. You know what I mean? I, hold <laughs> on, I, appreciate, I appreciate you guys giving me credit for seeing through some of this stuff, but really, this like has to be the best out of all of them. Yeah, like, it's it's I don't know. Like, Freddy, don't know. Freddy, I, 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 be, Jason yeah. takes Manhattan is pretty oh, good. Oh my <laughs> god, that's like made in Manhattan, the worst movie ever made. <laughs> no. This whole series oh, was Jennifer Lopez from Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all bad, but this is it's like the first Rambo. So when you think about first blood part, when you think about first blood, two. it is leagues away from first blood two. 
or Rambo one? Rambo on one first blood. Rambo because it's first blood part two colon part two colon first Rambo. blood part yeah yeah. Spot so on, first blood on. the first Rambo movie is, so is a crazy. gritty kind of you can compare it a lot to the feel of the first Friday the Thirteenth movie and then in the second one Sylvester Stallone's like you know what I want to do murder everyone. <laughs> And then <laughs> in the second and I want to do all the writing and I want to do all the producing. And then in the second in the second Friday the thirteenth movie, Jason comes out of the water and he says, You know what I want to do? Murder everyone. <laughs> maybe she's still dreaming. I maybe. The, maybe. The twist was cool, but it was also like nobody knew twenty movies were coming after right. that. They yeah. still yeah. twist it back to mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well That's at the true. time, think about this, like your your murderers are Vincent Price's. Yeah. Or their yeah, their yeah. creature features where it's mm-hmm. a, a big monster. Right. Or even I think at this point the first uh there's been one or two slasher movies, but this is right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're used to a big lumbering crazy person. And in this case it's just somebody's right. mo- it's a soccer mom. Well even to make the well, same I've movie had Mrs. <laughs> even to make make the same movie a million times over. They're they're playing at your dream sequence mm-hmm. too. You know, like the, we all have reoccurring dreams, so they're trying to make that a point. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like especially with Nightmare and stuff yeah. like that, you know, obviously, but yeah, just they want to, they, they want, they're playing on your secrets. They're playing mm-hmm. on your, your, your dreams. They're playing yeah. on like, oh, I had a bad dream about this once. Let's see what they can do with it about it this Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, you know, it's where I get it. And I mean, <laughs> the, the slasher genre obviously gave birth to the, the, the gore, the, the gore porn. Right. The gore right, horror. right. Um, I, it's not actually gore porn. It's what they call it, gore porn. <laughs> um, with like Saw, mm-hmm. and you know Saw had seven and a half movies. We don't really talk about the last one. Um, and then a great revival. But anyway, um, this spawned a lot of the tropes that would be upended in the next generation of horror movies. This movie right. can we we can draw a direct line from the first Friday the Thirteenth movie to Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Where everybody expects Tucker and Dale to be Jason or Mrs. Voorhees or, you know, some crazy person, some crazy people that are killing kids. Mm-hmm. But in that movie, they flip it and they're able to do that because in this movie, they establish the trope. Mm-hmm. And that's important. It, it may is, not have been done is. real well, no, exactly. but it's important. Yeah. I think that's the kind of the line we're drawn right here. Is, yeah. Uh, the movie's more, as far as critical critically looking at this movies a lot essence and, and effects instead of yeah it's, it's got a it's got a place in history but and you see there's museums over it reasons. you know what i mean especially that mm-hmm. there's lockers and yeah glass cases for everything that they've worked on you know now we talked a little bit off mic about our personal th- fan theories and we have not done a fan theory segment in a while mm-hmm. so greg nope we're gonna Just argue <laughs> Is Jason alive in this yes, movie? Yes, I think Jason's alive in this movie. Why? Um, because the the famous Kevin Bacon scene, the, mm-hmm. the the hand that grabs him across the forehead, very much so looks like it's been sitting in water for ages and mm-hmm. it's, it's decrepit and stuff like that. That's the only reason why. Yeah. And uh, I think they wouldn't have given so much time at the end of the movie for the kid's still there. The boy's still there. I, I, she like when she was touching well, yeah. the water, you know, she, there was some. I don't know. I can I can. She's see nuts, where you're, obviously, yeah. but she's traumatized, right? <laughs> Big yes, time. Yes. <laughs> but I think I don't think Jason's alive in this movie, and I also don't think this is canonically in line with any of the movies except for maybe Friday the Thirteenth Two, Part Two, where the that girl who survives this movie, mm-hmm. she is in the next one, and then 
we don't have any continuing characters from the first movie. It, I mean, the crazy guy from town narrates part three, but he's not really a character. So I don't think this is in the same universe as the rest of the series. So I think Jason is alive supernaturally so in the rest of it. away there because I was like talking but, about, you're talking about universes and I'm like Jason for any, hey, whatever, sorry. No, no, Jason X, yes, definitely goes to space and has the cool new mask. Heck yeah. I don't know if Jason. Hey, what do you think? I think. All Break right, this so one up. You're the, you're the, you're, on your you're the side, on your side, I will say that if Jason was alive, the it's like you said, like someone was in the water for eternity. I see like like someone <laughs> was stuck at at summer camp practicing archery for eternity because <laughs> all the use of the arrows. It's like Mrs. Voorhees isn't that dude. Yeah, right. Like she's not that Boy Scout. Yeah. Like, and also at the end of the movie, the, the closet of guns she falls out. It's like, all right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. let's let's be smart. So here. I won't I won't but it's there's not enough for me to say Jason is helping in that sense, but mm-hmm. I don't think like, yeah, we know she's a tough old lady. Yeah. But, but yeah. I don't think she could have pulled she's off not a running lot of those down those by herself. You yeah. know what I mean? She she throws somebody through a window. That's like she's at least chasing down. Like, I, I get your. There's argument. already the misdirection. So beyond that, my imagination is just like, okay, there's all this other shit mm-hmm. going on there. Like, when the look at the face at the, every, they make a point to every victim. Mm-hmm. They look at them close up before they're killed, mm-hmm. and they always it's always a uh, looking up. They look up, yeah, and you know they sheer and horror, you know, because of some That's giant... why it's hard to believe it's just her, though. Yeah, that's what, I mean. that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that, but I, I disagree with you, but I'll give you that. All right. <laughs> going going back after watching A Million Jasons, you're like, <laughs> you, you think they're looking up and it's just Big Jason. You forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. This was a lot Absolutely. of fun going back and watching this one, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was... It's more fun it was talking important. to you guys about it than I was watching it. For <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I love this movie. <laughs> I... I hate this movie so much, <laughs> but I have to respect it because, yeah. I mean, the practical effects put this put this firmly in its place in history. And, mm. you know, it grounds this generation of horror movies. And we've been talking a lot about eras of horror. And this year we talked about the Vincent Price era. We talked about the slasher era. And we talked about the postmodern, like, comedy horror era. So having, having this available to dissect... Mm-hmm. Was was a wonderful little treat, even though this movie is so hard to watch, and I know all the twists that are coming, all the murders. It was still fun to see it from a technical aspect, because I've never watched it that way mm-hmm. before. I think the last time I watched this, I was probably in college, yeah, and I, I watched almost ages. the entire series back to back to back. Right. So it's just you get you get <laughs> lost in the killings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put up the death count. Yeah, but. Any anything else you want to go around the horn? Anything else before I was you just do imagine taco the trauma, like like you said, <laughs> binge watching the all of them, going back and watch this one is like staying in bed yeah, for two yeah. weeks crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a day off of school. It was a, it was a Friday, and Halloween was on a Saturday, so I took that Friday off, and I just uh, I think it was it was uh, the Sci Fi Channel had them, and I watched the first seven Jasons and then the first four Halloweens. Just didn't stop. I and slept then, on the couch with those movies playing. And then you went to school. Uh, yeah, two days later. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday was different. Sunday, for whatever reason, Gremlins was on, so yeah. it changed the whole You're vibe. Like it's not nowadays. You would have been like Flash <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, I, think, I think whatever watch lists I'm on because of all the horror movies I've watched, uh, I, I'm just going to stay there. Right. <laughs> all right. So here at Cocktail Cinema, we like to rate our movies out of 100 tacos because tomatoes are trademarked. 
and they also go bad really fast. <laughs> real, real fast, fast real fast. So, <laughs> what's your taco rating, Gregor? Oh, um, it was gonna be real low until again we talked to my man over here. <laughs> <laughs> no influence. Our master, what's your score, master, man? master of the mix here, bring it back. All right, well I'm st- sorry. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. I get it. I get it. <laughs> my, 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 <laughs> sorry, I can't I have no explanation. I'll give Friday the thirteenth a cool seventy eight. Oh, I give it a cool okay. seventy eight. Uh yeah, yeah, fine. Seventy eight. I'm going yeah. there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um I am gonna give this just for the technical aspect alone. Uh, a 73. If we're talking about the plot, this movie is terrible, but the practical effects make this movie worth watching. Uh, so 73. And I guess this is the part of the show where we find out what the world rated it. Yeah, this one, why isn't it coming up for the Usually I got this shit. Oh, here we go. All right, let's take a look here. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow. All right, for those of you playing the home game... Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Look, 2009. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. keep, keep, talking. <laughs> keep talking. I was going to say, yeah. normally it comes up normally. right away, but there are 30 versions of this. Well, it's, while he's looking that up, so there's 10 in the main franchise, and then there's the reboot, there's Freddy vs. Jason, Beautiful. there's. Look at this. Yeah. You're, you're the main. It's, keep going. No, it, there's, there's probably like 12 Jason movies alone. Or at least Freddy's more. Movies. Um. When you bring in 11, Freddy versus Jason isn't numbered. I think it's 12. Okay. It's 12. More like 14, 15. There you go. All right. So our official rating, uh, okay, we all dead. went high. Yeah. So the critic rating for the original Friday the 13th is 63. Yeah. And the audience score is a 60. That's probably the closest margin for those mm-hmm. two. Like we said, tomatoes suck. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tomatoes versus popcorn I on love, Rotten Tomatoes. I love tomatoes so much, but <laughs> I prefer tacos. Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. No, so we all kind of shot high, but I think we were all also considering the craft that went into this right. flick, and that's what makes this watchable. Because outside, like if it had shitty effects, this would have been lost to history. Bomb. We never would have gotten another one. So okay. yeah, that's that's impressive, and it's it's worth remembering. And, what was the return on it? Uh, they made back like a bazillion uh, dollars. Yeah, they made. <laughs> They made back uh, fifty nine million dollars, okay. yeah. like after. On a zero, and it was a zero investment. It was a five hundred thousand dollar investment. Right? Yeah, so many yeah. high tomato movies we've seen. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, increase the budget alone versus return just yeah. Like, yeah. screws you. And then that's yeah, so it's impressive. Good, good on them to make a shitty film and make that much, <laughs> yeah. of, much money. You know, hit, baby. it's worth watching. Right. And that's that's why the the slasher genre is all about horny the action. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the horny action. Yes. Um, like nobody's nobody's watching. J- well, maybe people are watching Jason X for the story because it's hilarious, but nobody's watching the rest of the series for the plot. You're not invested, right? It's Jason's gonna kill a bunch of people. How's he gonna do it? It's spooky time. We want to be spooked. Yeah. And if you'd like to be spooked and tell us your score, hop down into the comments and let us know and tell us why you rated it that way. If you are listening on a podcast network, please hop on over and give us a rating. Every little bit counts, and we see it all, and we appreciate every bit of it. (laughs) If you'd like to support us even further, you know the deal. Hop on over to our Patreon and support us there. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get all the goodness plus more. We got some exclusive shows, pilots, early access to everything. You know the drill. 
it's a it's a great deal. Twelve dollars a year, you can get what is it? Usually about fifteen exclusive shows a year plus yeah. pilots. Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, if it. you like cocktail cinema, there's maybe mm-hmm. like a dozen episodes up at any given yeah. point on YouTube, and there's a whole year's worth. You know, absolutely. The pay- there's right. over everything. Yeah. Right there. There. Everything's right there. So yeah, hop on over there and show us your love and dedicate your eternal soul. Our eternal souls are going to have to say goodbye. So Greg, Shasti, Josh, love you boys. Love you. Goodbye.